What's up? This is Ty again, and welcome to my podcast, The Not So Perfect Christian. So today we're going to be getting into our third deadly sin, which is wrath or anger. So wrath is just, um, the definition of wrath is just extreme anger. And today we're going to just, you know, simmer in our anger. I can definitely agree that something I really struggle with in my youth was anger. I was the only girl and the middle child. And I had two brothers, one was older and one was younger. And I'm not even gonna lie, I was a little bit of a handful growing up. My mom said that I was the hardest to potty train and just in general, the hardest to deal with. I was very reactive. So like if anything happened to me, like if someone pushed me, I would react like quickly and it was never from like a good place. And the funniest thing about that right now is like you would never know that growing up like that I was an angry kid because I'm such a, I wouldn't say I'm a calm adult, but I am not as like angry. Like it takes me a while to get mad about things. And so like a lot of people would probably be like, Ty, this is not something you struggle with. Why can't you talk about this? But So one of the things that, or one of the Bible verses that I really like is, in your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. Ephesians 4, 26. And this is one of the things that my grandma used to always say. Like we would get mad at each other and she would always look at me and be like, baby girl, like I understand that you're upset, but you do not need to be upset the next day. Don't go to sleep mad. So we always learned like growing up, do not go to sleep mad. And I believe that this Bible verse, it just means that uncontrolled anger leads to wrongdoing. Like I know that, have you ever been like so upset that like you do something really mean to a person and then later you like regret it with your whole entire heart? And I think that's just kind of what it's trying to say is um, when we simmer or sin in our anger or in this wrath, like we tend to do things that are hurtful to other people that we don't mean to do. And later we probably will regret. So that's a reason why uncontrolled anger leads us to doing things that are sinful and wrong and hurtful to other people. Um, It's also not an excuse being angry is not an excuse for the things that we do or our actions like um teaching fours if it taught me anything is like i would teach them it's okay to be angry so it's okay to have that emotion of anger but it's all about how we control our actions or how we act towards the people when we're angry so It's okay for me to be angry at you for being, for stealing little Susie, my doll, but it's not okay for me to push you down or to hit you for stealing my my doll. And so that's something that we as adults even, or as teenagers need to learn too, is like, it's okay to be upset about the, something happening in our lives, but it's all in the reaction. And it's all about exercising that self-control because if we sit in anger, how are we honoring God? Um, and how are we focusing on letting God to handle that situation? 
because a lot of times when I sit in my anger, I don't I don't let God handle the situation. I try to take it up on myself to handle handle situations and control it, even though God is going before, behind, and on every side of me, working for my good. Ecclesiastes 10.4 says, If anger of the ruler rules against you, do not leave your place. Calmness will lay great offense to rest. And so I think another thing that I had to learn is that when other people are really upset with me, um, that I shouldn't get as upset like back. I remember there was this one time that I was working at this place and there was this lady and she was like yelling at me, just yelling so loudly. And um, I don't think that type of wrath is ever like, you know, necessary, but some people do get that upset and they're still learning. So you can't like match anger with anger because if you match anger with anger, it ends up being, you know, this point in where you're both upset, you're getting louder and louder and you just make the other person, you know, upset with you and you're upset with them and then it just becomes a screaming match. So like, I actually met her anger with empathy. When you meet someone's anger with empathy, they don't know what to do with that because they expect you to express the same amount of anger, a frustration as them. But when you meet anger with empathy and you don't respond to anger, you're, you're taking away that type of power. You're taking away that angry power and you're replacing it with something peaceful and beautiful. And a lot of the times people are like, wow, like, I don't know, like, how to respond to this. I mean, sometimes it makes people more upset because they want to take that peace away from you. But a lot of the times when you can meet someone's anger with empathy and understanding, then you both leave the situation like diffused and feeling better about it. Peace is a heavy thing to bear because like, I mean, we all want to be at peace. We all want to be constantly in this the state of peace, but it is so heavy because there's sometimes where you want to step outside of God and handle these situations yourself. And being angry feels so right in the moment. Like, especially when someone's yelling at you, do you know how like good it feels to like yell back? But at the end of the day, like it just doesn't diffuse the situation. It makes nothing better. And how are we showing God if we yell back? How are we showing that person, you know, God's grace, his love, and his patience if we're yelling back? So I think being calm and having a calm demeanor in that situation can be beneficial because it can help people see the presence of God even in a difficult situation. The Bible also says, make no friendship with a man given to anger nor go with a wrathful man. And that's Proverbs 22, 24. I just believe people like that can get you into a lot of trouble. Oh my goodness. I remember in college when I played basketball, I don't know how to play basketball, but it was like this intramural basketball game. And I had the opportunity to play with these girls and I really didn't know much about them. But I remember that there was like this big fight that broke out and I was like literally like ooh, like against the wall like far away from the fight because 
that is just not that's not for me <laughs> fighting is not for me I would have rather you know talk with my words but you know <laughs> I feel like a lot of the times when you group yourself with unpeaceful people it doesn't just just destroy your peace but it can get you into a lot of trouble and I believe this also becomes the building blocks of your character and not just of your character but of if you're repping Jesus Christ and you're out here repping God, um, you hanging out with people like this is a reflection of who you are. But we want we don't want to be a reflection of these people. We want to be a reflection of who Jesus Christ is. And so I believe making um, friendships with people who are like this could be like, you know, bad for multiple reasons because it changes your who you are as a person. Um, it becomes a building blocks of your character and the way that people see you and that's not good. Um, that can push people away from Christ. And then also, you know, you, I don't know, like I was always told that like birds of the same feather, you know, flock together. So people who are just like, you know, hang out with each other. So I try my hardest to like avoid being around people who are always angry because I realize how it affects my attitude. But that's just the same with like having people being around people with lowest self-esteem or anxiety. You become over overly anxious. If you're always with people with low self-esteem, you begin to view yourself as as like lowly or having low self-esteem. And that's not always good, you know, for a human being, especially like what is God telling you that you are? Like, you have to, like, really reflect on those things. So, um, people like this can get you into a lot of trouble. And, of course, let me just leave you with this. Be not quick in your spirit to become angry, for anger lodges in the heart of fools. Ecclesiastes 7, 9. And so, when we are quick to ang be anger, or be angry, be angry, Sometimes it settles in our hearts and we should always remember that, you know, our end goal is never to like just waddle or like sit in our anger. It's to make sure that even when we are angry, that we can be the type of people to glorify God, you know, um, to stay away from sin and to exercise self-control. So just to wrap things up, we learned that uncontrolled anger leads to wrongdoing. Anger is not an excuse not to exercise self-control. And everything that we should do, like, it should be honoring God. So um, we also learned that um, even when people, like, tend to be angry with us or yell at us or to go overboard with anger, that we are supposed to have a spirit of calmness so we can meet their anger with empathy. And that people or being friends with people who are angry will only get you into trouble. So I thank you guys for joining my talk about wrath. And I hope this blesses your heart. So come along again for next week's discussion on the seven deadly sins. Peace, love, and you rock. I love you. Bye-bye.